0: Products move from one place to the next. You are at the center of uh, moving many products uh, throughout the or across the different borders in our continent. Talk to me about what you do um, at your entity uh, at Banalo, and what it is that you transport and what type of freight you forward into different parts of uh, the continent.
1: Thank you very much. Banalo um, Trading Enterprise was founded in 2018 by myself, and I got help from other people that I was working with. Um, what we do is we do all freight, meaning road, air, sea, and rail. We do customs clearance, and we do freight and forwarding as well. So, Banalo Trading Enterprise I registered clearing agents, but not only that, I Ayabonga. Mm. We are also registered agents, meaning we are registered to trade within third countries. We assist all the logistics businesses that are outside South Africa in terms of registering with our South African revenue services here in South Africa, be it they bringing in goods into South Africa or they taking goods mm-hmm. out of South Africa, meaning exporting to certain countries. So we assist those businesses with registering with their warehousing, rolling bond or removal of goods, clearing agent and import and export codes. But we also assist South African companies. Those who are interested to enter into the space of logistics, we can also assist them with registering these businesses with SARS because you need to be licensed with SARS. You have to have Mm. systems, you know, to be able to clear goods into the country or outside the country. And you also have to have an import-export code, which allows you to trade and import and
0: export as well. Mm. Now, now, I mean, if you are um are taking products across these different jurisdictions, uh, and I like how you've explained here in South Africa some of these requirements. Um, just your quick reflection, I guess, on on how similar or how different those requirements would be in some of the destination markets where you're forwarding some of the freight, or, or where many people who are looking for clearance from you are going towards.
1: All right, depending on the commodities that you are sending either yes. out of South Africa into the world or whatever commodities that you want to bring into the country. But there are goods or commodities that you will have to be licensed with um, or you have to have a license in order for you to bring them into the country or to export them out of the country. Uh, there are organizations like ITEC, ITAC, they assist in terms of. You know, getting the licenses or the permits that are required for the type of goods that you want to bring into the country or take out of the country. Stars also assists if you need any uh, information regarding the type of goods that you need to export or import. They will advise whether you will need a, a license for mm-hmm. it or you need a permit with ITEC. So there are those regulations that you have to follow and you must know your product. You must know how it should be packaged, and you must know um, the the uh, the longevity the longevity of the product, Mm. um, especially in food. You know, talking agriculture and perishables, you know, you have to know and understand all those things. But there are systems in place. We also assist, you know, our our customers and our clients, and those who come in um, whether to ask for information in order to. You know, you know, to import or export those goods mm-hmm. because we don't only provide the service, but we also guide, we educate, and and we teach our people on how to do, you know, uh, to go about this whole import and export business.
0: Mm-hmm. We often talk on the continent about the free movement of people and goods, uh, and I guess insofar as goods are concerned, many people lament the difficulty with which. Products can move in and out of the different borders we have on our continent. Some of your thoughts on that?
1: Yes, uh, there are a whole lot of challenges, Ayabonga, and you know Africa is a continent itself. We need to, I don't know, sort of adapt into international standards and learn, you know, from other countries and other continents how they, 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 they you know, they're going about, you know, logistics, especially. Um, challenges, you know, that we're facing here in Africa is obviously support from the government. The, our governments, I can safely say in all 54 countries of Africa, are supporting multinationals. They do not empower the locals. They do not assist the locals. They do not even, you know, open opportunities to the locals, businesses like us. Uh, because, tell you what, we know what our people consume. We know what our people need. I myself started traveling to China in 2003 while I was still employed by my former employee in the mm. airline, which is operating in South Africa. You know, I started traveling to China, to India, to Turkey, Italy, and all those places looking for opportunities and buying goods, bringing them into the country. That's when I learned all the processes of importing and the processes of dealing with stuff and customs and obviously to deal or to distribute into the market. So the challenges that we're facing mainly here in Africa, and in particular South Africa, are systems. We don't have good systems in place in terms of uh, distribution, in terms of um, e-commerce. You know, there are few players mm. into the e-commerce space. We are also in that space as well. So there are issues like politics, you know, corruption, um, some countries in Africa, you can't even do see trade freely or trade freely because they are pirates and all of those crimes that are happening. Um, currency issues, you know, in some countries in Africa, they want you to trade with them in U.S. dollars. And if you're coming from South Africa, we, we, we don't trade in U.S. dollars. We use rent. And that becomes an impediment in other countries. Language issues, you know, high uh, surcharges. charges, and even access to other ports and access to other countries. Some countries don't have the, the formal infrastructure and good infrastructure to receive goods and to deal with all customs clearance issues. You know, infrastructure and, and multinationals. You know, the big guys, you know, are trampling on us, Ayabonga. Mm. And we, they, they're not leaving us any space into the business. They, 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 they make sure that they, they occupy the space and they monopolize in this business. So people or guys like us have a really I can safely tell you here in South Africa, I'm one of the few guys who know and understand and operate in this space. Um,
0: Talk to us briefly. I mean, I I guess you raise very important points, even just about the distribution infrastructure and the role and dominance of major firms there. I mean, you you had your own experience where you're hoping to, I guess, acquire a warehouse out in Mozambique. Uh, Yeah, talk to us about that.
1: Yes, um we had many challenges, you know. Um we, we there's a logistics business, a big logistics business from um America and they're also based in Dubai mm. and Kuwait. We have good relationships uh, relations with the guys were in a mission of, of building nineteen uh, warehouses in Africa. They identified, you know, countries like Mozambique, Kenya Tanzania, um, Nigeria, and many other countries, I think 19 of them in in Africa. So the relationship that we had with them in Dubai, because we also had an office in Dubai, they wanted to get us into that space of warehousing. So in the process in 2019, we were in the process of buying a warehouse in Mozambique, but we couldn't. Um, We couldn't even transfer money from our accounts here in South Africa into, you know, mozambique we are registered mm. in mozambique there's banalo trade in mozambique. We are fully registered that side we have a bank account with f n b mozambique, but we couldn't transfer funds from south africa to mozambique f n b to f and um south african um south, south african uh, reserve Bank stopped the whole transaction because they looked at that as foreign direct investment whereas you know, Mozambique, I was born in North Street for me to drive from, Moza- uh, from North Sprite to Mozambique. It takes me less than two hours. Mm, mm, uh, mm. But I couldn't, I couldn't even open, you know, or buy that warehouse. We had an office at the border of Mozambique and South Africa, but we couldn't trade easily. You know, our port, you know, our, our uh, there's a whole lot that is happening. I, on, I don't want to sound, mm. you know, negative or anything like that, but there's a whole lot that is happening, you know, to... To, to clear your truck, you know, from South Africa to Mozambique, also go through a lot of processes, mm. and those processes include, you know, bribes and all of those things. Mm. There are guys that are operating at the borders, as, as, as clearing agents. You know, the, the way they also operate, they've adapted to the style and, and the fashion in which, you know, things are done at the border. Mm. It becomes a problem for people like us who want to trade, you know, straight who wants to do things formally and follow all the rules and the regulations. It becomes a serious challenge.
0: Let's pause there, Pramtu, just for a second. We're going to take a brief break. But uh, when we come back, uh, I want us to uh, just unpack, I guess, uh, the issue of uh, forwarding and payment for fulfillment and the difficulties that come with that. And uh, we'll wrap up on the other side of this. The SMME Exchange. Make it happen. The SMME Exchange. Right now. On Metro FM Talk. Yeah, 18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. It's the SMME Exchange uh, here on Metro FM Talk. We're in discussion with Tuduzi is the founder of Banalo Trading Enterprise, uh, which uh, is out in the world of uh, freight logistics, freight forwarding and uh, many other uh, activities associated with the distribution of goods uh, across our borders. And uh, yeah, I guess lamenting the difficulties one would find in many of these uh, uh, customs points across uh, our continent, in particular here in our region region. And um, I guess, uh, Pramdu, you know, you're mentioning the difficulties associated with customs, um, especially and I guess the challenges you had in setting up a distribution center out in Mozambique. Talk to me about, I guess, the currency challenges that might come with it. I mean, you fought people's freight. You might have to, as you come into different spaces, pay in different currencies, uh, keep track of that. From a business perspective, how have you been able to na- navigate that? Metikash, you know, bond notes, Zimbabwean yeah. dollar, Pula. Uh, you know, Namibian dollar or rand or whatever, you know?
1: Yes, yes. It becomes a serious challenge. The easiest way of dealing with this, Ayabonga, is dealing from bank to bank or bank mm, to bank. Sure. Um, you don't want to go the route of using um, money grants and all these other types mm. of payments um, because as a business, you want to trade, send your money across or pay for whatever services that you need to pay for. You uh, and, and then receive the goods in time but it becomes a serious challenge it will take forever and as a small guys, we lose business we lose the small guys that are coming in um into our office you know for those type of services because they become impatient and then you start looking um uh, as if you don't know what you're doing so that's that's where the challenge is the multinationals have a way of with this because they have established themselves, with the relationships with the government, and it becomes easy for them, you know, to move monies around. But for us, I'm going to have to deposit money here in South Africa and hope that they send it to the other side in time, and the money res- uh, and it gets to uh, the other side in time. And remember, mm-hmm. the goods will never be or will never reach the, the destination if they are not paid for properly. There will never be received on the other side if the person on the other side or the buyer or... The client on the other side has not received their money. So it becomes a serious challenge. I don't know. um, We hear of stories, we're talking one economy in Africa. I hope that comes soon for the sake of our logistics businesses because that will assist us a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess just as we wrap up, I mean, any advice you might have for people who uh, might be interested in this type of uh, businesses, at least all in the provinces? That are alongside other African countries uh, here in South Africa. What advice would that be?
1: Look, there are many opportunities in this space, Ayabonga. Uh, my advice would be: uh, get guys like us who can sit down with you and explain to you, you know, how you know, you know, things are done in this space. There are a whole lot of opportunities in logistics, Ayabonga. It's not only you know, freight or forwarding. Only there's maritime logistics, you know. People own ships. Mm. They own the cranes. I don't know if you've seen uh, the cranes at the harbors. You know, those big cranes that are moving the, the, the containers around, they are owned by people, individuals. There's a lot of money. Those cranes, they charge per, you know, you know the lifting, and they charge per hour and all of those things. They're owned by individuals, but our people are not in that space. Mm. There's warehousing, there's storage facilities, you know, there are a whole lot of opportunities in this space. But we are limited because we only know a few guys and we only get involved in logistics when we have to import or export goods as individuals. But as a business, there are opportunities. We, like I said, we're not only providing a service, but we serve our people in in teaching them, in guiding them, in explaining to them, you know, how are things done in this space. But I invite every South African to get up, there's a huge building next to the airport in Kempton Park. Mm. It is it is occupied by other people that are not South African. I'm not finding xenophobic or anything like that. But that space needs to be occupied, you know, by what, South Africans, especially is this? females.
0: What building is this? Sorry, I'm asking what what building is this? Uh, what kind of building is it?
1: Okay, this, this, they call it agents' building. The SARS office is in that building. It's the tallest building next to the airport. Okay. Um, before you get to the airport, it's close to all these courier companies. You know, as you drive, you know, um, so R-21, passing Kenton Park, the airport will be on your right, going to um, Pretoria. You'll see all these courier companies and all these logistics companies listed on your right. There's one tall building there. That's where agents are, you know. Clearing agents are, but most of those guys are not South African. Mm. So I am inviting, especially women. There are no females in this place. Black females in this place, you know. They you'll find them in pockets, but they're only employed. They are employed by the companies that are running those, you know, you know those offices. So there are a lot of opportunities. Ayabonga and. Let's explore them. If we can get extra support from the government and get our people, you know, believing in us, local and 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 growing businesses in this space and support mm-hmm. us because we need business, especially now after the, you know, you know, the national lockdown and COVID-19, it crippled yeah. us. We had seven offices in they're all closed. We're employing close to 200 people. We had trucks that were running. You know, transporting minerals from Richards Bay, you know, to Newcastle and back and all those places that back to Richards Bay. Mm. Those trucks are repossessed now, you know, for the banks because during COVID we were stopped. We couldn't work, we couldn't do nothing, and I couldn't pay for, you know, the trucks. We had all of our offices closed, close mm. to 200 people sure. lost their jobs, and now we left it dead and 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 ccma you know you know cases because now the people took me to ccma mm. obviously workers needs to be employed Sure. so sure. we 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 asking for any support um you know at banalo trading enterprise that can be offered to us in form of work not only money but work give us work because we can do the work mm. and then we're going to be able to pick ourselves up from there.
0: from two Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. I really appreciate you taking time out, and uh, thank you very much uh, uh, for coming through here on Metro FM Talk.
1: I appreciate it. Just one more thing, please, Ayabonga. Mm-mm. If people wanna, if <laughs> yeah, people yeah, okay. are, they wanna reach to us, uh, they, con- they can contact me at Kenneth at dot com or my number zero seven three three five one nine zero seven eight.
0: Okay, and uh, we'll certainly uh, keep that at the tail end of our podcast and hopefully share those details out on Twitter as well. Thank you very much, Mduma uh, Shlodi, for your time tonight.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll